listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey there, welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and this week we're chatting all about standards. So I really want to chat about specifically making resources that are standards-based in your future product creation, but also going back and looking at your current listings and seeing if there's any standards that you could be tagging. I want to talk about why this is important, how this can help your sales and how this will help your buyers, just overall why it's a really great thing to do. So let's dive in. Okay, so on Teachers Pay Teachers, when you are uploading a resource, there is the option to tag standards. And then when buyers are searching through TPT and specifically looking at your listings, they can see the standards that you have tagged that align to your resources. I want to first talk about why you need to be thinking about standards when you are making new products. So you're going to be thinking about the next resource you want to make. You've got an idea of a product. I think it's really good to make sure that you ask yourself, is this a standards-based resource? Is this something that is going to align to the standards and really help my teachers and buyers that are going to be considering this resource? If you're like narrowing down product ideas, you could maybe prioritize the ones that are standards-based or just kind of keep that in the back of your mind when it comes to product creation. Truthfully, if you are making resources that are standards-based, you're probably going to be making resources that are more beneficial to teachers. And if you are making more beneficial teacher resources, you are probably going to make more sales. So I've often in my store found that sometimes I just kind of make these like fun, cutesy products. They're kind of fluffy. They're quite cheap. They're like, you know, a cute craft or something like that. And as much as a teacher probably loves to buy that kind of thing, they might want that sort of thing and they might occasionally grab it, you know, during a certain seasonal holiday. It's not necessarily a resource that they absolutely need. It's not something that, you know, they have to have this year in order to teach the curriculum and that their school is really going to approve of them buying. It's more just kind of fluff. And I found personally that those types of resources just don't sell as well as the resources that I've made that are really standards-based and curriculum-focused and based on the really important subject areas. So if I make a resource that's, you know, teaching, writing, and it's specifically aligned to the standard where students are writing narratives, I'll probably find that that resource sells better than just another one of my fluffy ones. So I do think that thinking about standards and this kind of stuff when you are creating products is one of the best ways to serve buyers better, but also make yourself more money. Because if it's a product that a teacher actually needs, they are much more likely to buy it than if it's just like a cutesy thing that they might want. You know, you got to remember that a lot of our buyers don't necessarily have a huge amount of money to spend. So if they come onto TPT, they really want to solve one of their problems, which might be teaching a certain standard. And, you know, they've literally got to teach that concept next week in math. They've got to teach fractions. So they need a fractions resource. So, you know, they're coming to TPT to solve that problem. Your resource can be the solution to that problem. And it's something that's going to make their lives easier because it's a standard that they actually really need to be teaching. It's not what they want to do. It's what they need to do. So thinking about that when you're creating products is really, really impactful. Now, you might be thinking, 
oh my goodness, I haven't really been thinking about the standards. What about all the stuff currently in my store? So the next thing I want to talk about is even if you're not currently making a new product or you don't plan to anytime soon, it's not a bad idea as a little action item for you this week to be going through your existing resources on TPT and aligning them to the standards, like going to your listings and seeing if you can tag any of those standards. You'll probably find that within your store, there is probably some products in there that you just never bothered tagging. You didn't know that you were supposed to, you just kind of forgot, you never got around to it, you can be bothered, whatever. So a fun action item for you this week that would be nice and easy and quick, you could go into your product listings, scroll down and make sure you tag them. Now you might be listening to this thinking, I don't live in the US or I haven't taught in many years or I just don't feel like 100% confident with this task, but it doesn't have to be as complicated as you think. I mean, I personally don't live in the US and that hasn't stopped me tagging the common core standards. They are really quite user-friendly and intuitive. I kind of go to the grade level that my resource applies to. I read through the standards and I think, oh, that one definitely applies to this lesson or that one definitely applies to the type of activity in this resource. And I just tick the ones that, you know, logically seem to make sense to me. I've just kind of read them through really carefully and picked them. You can't really go wrong with that. Obviously, a little tip I want to throw in is you want to be as honest as you can. The worst thing to do would be to over tag all these standards that don't actually apply. So, you know, be as honest as you can in evaluating whether it truly actually aligns to your resource and just pick a select few. You might be thinking, okay, I'm going to start, you know, tagging standards on my new stuff and my old resources, but like, why should I bother doing this? Is this, is this really an important thing to do? But I want to mention in this episode, I just think it's something that buyers, like I said, really need. And it might kind of persuade them to purchase. If they've come to specifically to TPT, like I said, to teach fractions and they've got to kind of hit a certain standard and they can see out of all these resources, some of them don't have standards aligned. Some of them look a bit kind of wishy-washy, but your resource looks really awesome. And it says that it specifically meets that fraction standard they need to meet. They can be like, oh, perfect. That's, that's great for me. That's exactly what I need. I need to teach that exact concept. So perfect kind of takes out the ambiguity. You have to remember that not all teachers have, you know, the option to just buy the things that they want to buy. Some of them are actually given money from their districts or schools. Some of them have to have like approved resources by someone in their admin, you know, like they might not just get to buy whatever they want to buy. And so they don't necessarily get to buy the fun stuff. They have to buy the things that hit the standards that someone else has approved them to buy. You kind of got to think that there are scenarios like that as well. So that's always a really good thing. And at the end of the day, buyers are often coming on TPT, like I said, because they have a problem, because they have something they actually need to teach their students. And your resource is usually, hey, you know, this is the answer to your problem. This is how to teach it. And so you just want to be basically making it really clear and easy to them that your resource is the solution to teaching that specific standard, teaching that specific concept and solving that problem. Okay, so we've talked about how it's really important in your future product creation to be thinking about making standards-based resources. That's obviously a really great thing to do. Your action item for this week, if you can, take the time to go back and look through all your existing listings. Make sure you've actually tagged the standards and you could tag a few. Don't feel overwhelmed by it. It is fairly sort of intuitive. Just go through and have a read of them carefully and see whether they align to what you've created. It's actually a lot easier to make new products specifically based on a standard than it is to try and like figure out what your old resource aligns to. So it's good from now onwards to get into the practice and the habit of 
thinking about what standard do I want this to meet before I actually create the product. That's a really great thing because like I said earlier, you're going to be making resource that a teacher really needs. And if they need it and it's hitting those standards and it's teaching a certain concept and they have to have it, well, that's going to bring you more sales. And ultimately that's always our goal is we want to sell more products and make more money. And so why would we not want to tick a few boxes if that's going to help us along the way? Like I said, tagging standards is really, really beneficial, obviously to the buyers, not only to us really, but to our buyers so that they know exactly what they're getting, that it aligns to the thing that they need to teach. It might keep, you know, whoever above them happy that is giving them the funds, whatever. It might just reassure them that your product is exactly what they need and what's going to help their students. So it's just basically making your buyer's lives easier. And we always want to make that conversion process as easy as possible. We want to easily get them to buy. We don't want to put any roadblocks in the way that are going to hold them back from purchasing. So you can kind of think of tagging the Common Core standards and stuff as a way to improve your conversions and your buyer's purchase journey. I will just add, it's not just that there's Common Core standards, you know, on TBT, you can also tag the next generation science standards, the Texas ones, the Ginny ones. But for mostly for me, I just tend to tag the common core ones and I just try to tag a few. I try not to over tag too much unless they genuinely apply. But I will add a little extra tip here is you want to make sure it's really specific to the grade level. So if you've got a resource that really is ideal for second grade, go ahead and tag those second grade standards. But don't feel like you've got to tag all of the first grade ones and all the third grade ones unless you truly think that applies. You've got to remember that in terms of grade levels, what the second graders need to learn is probably quite different to third grade. So you don't want to over tag standards unless they really truly meet them. So kind of keep that in mind if you can. Honesty is always the best policy, I think, whenever you're listing on TPT. Anyways, in summary, this episode is really just a gentle reminder. I don't want to add too much onto your plate. Just a gentle reminder that standards-based resources are a really, really great thing. So I definitely recommend thinking about that a little bit this week and seeing if you can tag them if you can. One of the best things to do is really just kind of put yourself in your buyer's shoes for a minute. I really, I like to do that sometimes and I really think it helps when it comes to these kind of things. I think if I were back in the classroom at this time of the school year and I had to teach this concept, you know, I was teaching kids to tell time to the hour kind of thing. I might hop on TPT and start searching for time worksheets and activities and they might all come up and I might click on a resource and if the thumbnails and cover and everything looks really great and it looks like there's some really fun worksheets and they've tagged and said that it does indeed teach students to tell time to the hour, I'm going to feel a lot more confident and I'm going to be like, yep, definitely want to purchase that. And I might not feel that way if I go to a resource that doesn't have that standard tag because I might think, Ooh, what if I haven't looked at these thumbnails properly? What if it doesn't actually teach that? What if I've, you know, gotten the wrong end of the stick here? I kind of think that the standards would definitely reassure me that the resource is what I need in order to teach that concept. So you kind of put yourself in your buyer's shoes. I do sometimes think that really helps. Now I will add a link in the show notes to my document that I made. It's called What Product Should You Make Next? It's like a little checklist. It kind of helps you narrow down your product ideas. And I mentioned it in one of my previous episodes because you may be kind of like I mentioned earlier, thinking about what product should I make next? And I think a standards-based resource is probably something that would be really great to add to the top of your list. But still, there are some other factors to choose. You might not just choose the next resource you make based on standards. There are probably some other factors that might want to help you decide. And so that document and checklist sort of breaks down a little bit about which would be the best product to make. But yeah, I just personally think the standards-based is something to consider in your future product creation. I hope that you have a terrific day. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.